Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me to mix the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. Help you unlearn all the bullshit and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to guide and walk with you on your spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you. So that you can find more light, love, joy, and gratitude using all the knowledge I have continue to acquire to help you live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, and have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey, spiritual badasses. I am here today for the very first episode of Astrology for Badasses with Allison Jones. She's going to be coming on every month to talk about what's going on in the stars for the current Zodiac season. And today we're going to talk about Scorpio, which is, I think it's a bad rap, Allison. (laughs) It does get a bad rap. (laughs) Right? I mean, it, yes. it has its it has its moments, but I think you know, Scor- people that are born under Scorpio, like people are like, oh my god, you're a Scorpio, ah, you know, exactly, yeah, exactly, yes. yes. <laughs> so, this being our first episode, tell us a little bit more about you and you know what you do, um, other than so being our amazing resident astrologer for you spiritual badass podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. And it's yeah, it's an honor to be here and be a part of your podcast. I love the name. I love everything that you're all about. Um and yeah, it's just it's it's uh super exciting to be be part of this. So um yeah I mean I am an astrologer, a yoga instructor, a spiritual business coach, and a Reiki practitioner. Um, I really, I love all things metaphysical and spiritual, but I, but I also like to sort of mm, work with all of those things in a practical way. Excuse me. So I always like to say that I'm um, I'm not as woo woo as, as some people might, you know, might think if you just, if you just see like a, a list of my interests, you might think like, wow, she's going to be really like, you know, out there head, head in the clouds. And I like to think that I'm not like, I'm not that way. I, I like to sort of really make spirituality practical, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, our, you know, tagline on the podcast is mixing the woo with the do. So I love it. Yes. Yes. So that's what, that's what we do here. You know, we, we do all of the woo and then I, I, my left and right brains work extremely well together. They're like besties. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, I can, 
you know, take you down the rabbit hole of the woo, uh, you know, until we like, you know, meet the Cheshire cat or the queen or whatever. Um, But then bring you right back out again and tell you all of the practical, logical things that help, help you make Mm. sense of what you just went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. Definitely. And I, and I love the science behind how the brain mm. works and all of those things. So, yes, I love to nerd out on that. Yeah, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I like to, I, I, I sort of consider like spirituality, psychology, uh, the neuroscience, like all of that. It's kind of like all in the cauldron, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, astrology, is I think a really amazing tool for a few different things. It's it's an amazing tool for self-discovery, self-actualization, um, learning more about um, your inherent strengths and tendencies. It's also a great way to just kind of work with the energy that's that's happening for you like right now you know like work with um sort of whatever's coming up in your life and um you know you can you can sort of look look at what's going on through the lens of astrology and um sort of like they say in like 12 step programs like take what you like and leave the rest i say that to everybody (laughs) right yeah yeah Right. Yeah. It's so, so some people will ask me, you know, like, is, is, do you consider astrology literally like the end all be all that like every day you make every decision, like based on the stars and no, you you know, you know, I, I, I don't, but I, I, I think you can, you can essentially what astrology does is it will highlight probabilities and possibilities Mm. it will it will highlight things that might be more likely to occur at a at a certain time and so we'll talk about like with Scorpio season what are some things that are more likely to occur or more likely to come up and how could you potentially you know work with that energy and then you know each basically each zodiac sign really is an archetype it's like each sign is a character Mm. and you know these characters have traits um they have a flavor they have a tone you know they have an energy and it's it's similar to like what happens when you're in a tarot reading Mm. right it's kind of like when you're looking at the images on the cards it's like what does it mean to you what does it mean to the reader and kind of how do you, how do you two like intuitively put it together? I think that the same thing is true with astrology. It's like, okay, so it's, you know, starting on October 23rd, it's going to be Scorpio season. What does that bring up for me? Like for each individual, you know, what does that, what does that mean to me? How am I going to relate to this energy? Like where, where do I exhibit some of these Scorpio traits or do I hate this sign? Am I scared of the <laughs> right? Yeah. Am I scared of the sign? So all, all of that, I think it's it's fascinating, and that's sort of where the 
spirituality meets psychology, you could say, mm-hmm. if that, you know, yeah. Yeah, so, I feel I feel like definitely a lot of the things that I talk about or other people talk about spiritually that you can definitely go and look at somebody who who is not spiritual, who is all like, you know, mindset, neuroscience, all of that. And they're pretty much saying the same things, you know, like it's, it's very intertwined and interweaved into each other. The only difference is, um, you know, maybe somebody that is really into psychology and neuroscience doesn't quite believe in like the energetic metaphysical parts of, you know, spirituality. Totally. Yes. I love how you said that. Yes. Yes. And exactly. Um, yeah, I believe in both. So (laughs) right. Virtual high five. Yeah. Same, same here. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I don't, I just, because this is our, the first one, like the, my short little background with astrology is that in, in high school, I was sort of astro curious, I guess. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I loved, you know, look like immediately when I would get like 17 magazine or something, you know, I would, I would go right to where they, you know, they had the horoscope and, and that was oh, always, yeah. remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Every Those time I read a so horse, every, every time I saw one, I'd be like, where's mine? Where's mine? Yeah. And I'm a cuss baby. That's so did, would you read both or how did you deal with I that? I would read both. And then I would, I, <laughs> I would always be like, I like this one better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one do I want to go with? Uh-huh. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I was sort of intrigued and, and fascinated by it. Um, in high school, I, I worked as a waitress at the, at a restaurant, like basically all four years of high school. And so I started to, um, there were repeat customers, right? Mm-hmm. Like any, for anyone who's ever worked at a restaurant, you know, you know, the deal, like you, you'll, you start to have your regulars yeah. and I, and I had these regulars, they, they were a couple, a couple, it was a man and a woman and they were probably I don't know. They probably were like 50 or something like that at the, you know, it, it's, it's hard to tell age when you're like 15. Right. Cause anyone yeah. older than 25 is like ancient, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I think they were probably like 50 or something and they were astrologers and mm. it was so cool. Um, you know, and this was like, I grew up in Michigan. So it's like, I'm at this just, you know, town in, in Michigan working at a restaurant and this, this couple, they were astrologers, which seemed very eccentric. Like that was, they were like the coolest people I, I had ever seen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, it was so fun. So we would, we would just sort of shoot the shit about, a little bit about astrology, you know, if I were, if I was dating someone, they would kind of give me the thumbs up or thumbs down and like uh. it based, based on the person's sign and like, you know, um, and so my curiosity just kind of kept going, building mm-hmm. from there. And then um, I moved to Massachusetts. I lived in Massachusetts for about 19 years. I 
moved there basically for college and stayed a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, there was for anyone who's from, you know, Boston person, I was always going to that Trident Cafe on Newberry Street. It's like a it's like a cafe and a bookstore all in one. And they had a metaphysical section. So it's like, you know, I was like a always a fly a fly to the flame, I'm off to the flame or whatever, you know, (laughs) would go right to that section. And then, so I started to like, sometimes I would buy a book on astrology or I would go to the library and like check out a book on astrology. And so for a number of years, I was just reading and kind of playing around with it, teaching, trying to teach myself. Um, And then in in my mid twenties, I purchased a software program that um, do they even do DVDs anymore? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Do they? I don't, I don't even know. know, but I'm, it was like yeah. a disc. <laughs> I think they do. I think okay. Walmart still sells them. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that's not totally obsolete yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> right. No. Right. Well, so you, you put that, you know, CD or whatever in the computer and then it was this very comprehensive astrology software that would run all types of charts, all types of reports. And so I was, you know, I, I was kind of playing around in there. Um, I, I started to offer readings to like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, it just sort of, it started to grow like over time. And I was probably, yeah, I was probably in my mid twenties. So I had been studying it, you know, pretty rigorously since I was like 18. And so by that point, I felt like, you know, maybe I should, maybe I could charge something for this. Hey, you know, know, yeah. (laughs) Like maybe I could, I don't know. Maybe I know, I know enough now, but you know how the imposter syndrome is always like, you know, rearing its ugly little head, but yeah. So I, I started to charge something for readings and, um, and then I, you know, I made a website and, and so it was like, all right, I'm putting my little virtual shingle up. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then it, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, steadily bloomed and, and blossomed. I, I eventually took a, in 2014, I took a year long program called yoga astrology. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Yoga, oh, wow. so yoga astrology, it's just like it sounds. It blends yoga and astrology together. Um, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, I need this. Like, I, I was like, yeah. I don't even really care or know what this program is about, but I was like, sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> but it sounds so freaking cool. I just have it to does. buy it. Yeah. I was like, I'm taking this. So it was, it was cool. It was like a year w- program where we would you know, each Zodiac month, we would really dive into like, so there's, there's just so many cool correlations. And, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it as we keep doing these podcasts. But mm-hmm. it's like every, every Zodiac sign rules a part of the body. Mm. So there's like a, there's a body correlation to each sign. And then you can like design a yoga sequence ar- around that if you want like ooh mm. Sagittarius rules the hips so you could have this whole you know yoga class geared towards the hips and Sagittarius and and whatnot um 
so anyway, so I, so that that was a really fun program. And then there's um, an astrologer named De- Deborah Silverman. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she's no. she's great. If you want to just have a laugh, if you go to YouTube and you type in her name, Deborah Silverman, and like whatever zodiac sign, and then impression, like you could look up the Aries impression. The you're on the cusp of what Aries and Pisces, Pisces. or yeah. So you could look, yeah. And she does an, an amazing job, but she has some astrology courses. So I took two with her applied astrology one and two. Mm. And so the, the, her programs in yoga astrology are basically my formal training. And then the rest has been just me self-taught. Um, yeah, well, I think experience so, brings way more to the table than, you know, yep. even a courses. I mean, courses are great to get you started and to yes. get you rolling, yes. but the experience of actually doing and being with other people and, you know, reading their charts and stuff, that's, you know, you learn your own way of doing of doing mm-hmm. things. And then you have your interpretations of how things, you know, kind of lay out or, or how, oh, yes. you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, like and- you guys listening right now, you're going to listen to Allison every month talk, but you know, you could go listen to somebody else and, you yes. know, they might have something slightly different than what Allison says, but. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, that's what I love about being human. Like we're all just so uniquely different that, you know. Exactly. Yes. And and I always like to say with astrology that it's like 50% science and 50% art. And what I, what I mean by that is like 50% of it is the, like all the kind of definitions and the degrees and all the stuff that's just more like technical kind of the the template of astrology that you can't really argue it's like two plus two equals four mm. you know like so there's there's like half of it that's just kind of the the skeleton or whatever whatever of astrology but then the other half that I say is like art is basically interpretation it's yeah. open it's it's like yeah like you said it's a mix of your intuition your how you're interpreting it what how it's like, it's the dialect that you speak that Mm. will be different than the dialect that like Deborah Silverman or who, you know, whoever else speaks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to your point, I will say that part of me actually took those two, those two courses just because I was feeling like an imposter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I I already, yes. And I already knew a lot and like, like I, I, but basically those courses for the most part reinforced things that I, I did already know, mm-hmm. but I, I did have that feeling of like, am I legit? I don't know. I need, you know, uh yeah. like I, I gotta, I'm insecure. I gotta have somebody like put their, their rubber stamp of approval on me. So yeah. 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 I've done yes. the same thing. It's funny because <laughs> I, I actually, I took the NLP course. Yes. Yeah. Um, to be a, you know, a practitioner, like really to have like the rubber stamp, but I'm like, I 
this is like the stuff that I do all the time. Anyways, like it's just innately in me to do yes. things that way. Mm. So I was like, totally. oh, this is good. Like I'm doing this stuff anyways. This is awesome. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> now mm-hmm. I have just have the rubber stamp seal that says you're a practitioner. Exactly. And it's almost like, I don't know if you felt this, but, but with some of those, these courses, I kind of felt like they just gave me permission to be myself anyway. Like I, yes. not that we need permission, but right. I kind of was like seeking that. And then, yeah. Right. So it's like the NLP thing maybe gave you permission to just be how you normally are. Yeah. Well, and I was a little curious yeah. too. Like, is there something that I am not doing? Like, are there yes. new tools that I could use? Like put in my tool belt? Like, and there were, there were some new yeah. tools, you know? Um, Absolutely. You know, not saying that I knew everything that, that the course and, and the program taught me. Um, yes. It was really nice to know that, you know, I was, I was on the right track in the first place. So <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, it, it's such a balance. I mean, I'm, I love learning. Like mm-hmm. I, I love learning. I don't see that ever ending. I feel like I'll, I I want to be a student of life for the rest of my life. Right. But then it's, it's like that balance of like, yeah, it's great to like learn and whatever, but then also making sure that you're trusting yourself and, and then you know actually, what I mean? using what you learn. Yes. 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 Like actually Practicing, putting it out embodying. there, putting it into practice. Yes, exactly. Totally. So yeah. speaking of that, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So, so awesome. So, all right. Scorpio season. Mm. Um, it, again, you don't necessarily have to be a Scorpio to kind of tap into the energy and the themes mm-hmm. the the energy and the themes are going to be available you know available to everyone um so I, there's there's a few dates with things astrological things that i could highlight mm-hmm. um if you think people if you think people would be interested in that yes okay yeah, well, let's, let's start okay. with the dates of scorpio season what the are dates those? of scorpio you got it so what that essentially means is, um, and this is, this is Western astrology. That's primarily the, the type of astrology that I work with and that I've studied. Um, I know a little bit about Vedic or Indian astrology too, Mm -hmm. but primarily I use, I use Western. So in Western astrology, the sun is said to enter the zodiac constellation of Scorpio on October 23rd, and it'll be there until November 22nd. Mm-hmm. So the sun stays in each sign for approximately 30 days, like mm-hmm. a month. Um, so we have that month long window where the sun is in Scorpio and the sun energetically, it's like a huge spotlight, right? So it's like, you know, you're going to have this huge spotlight shining on Scorpio for the month. Mm. And that's, that's partly why like the, the themes and the energy of Scorpio is kind of on tap. Mm. Um, so there's, there are some other dates of interest too, but maybe before I go there, I could just say a little bit more about Scorpio and yeah. what that's all about. So, um, 
every sign is ruled by a particular planet Mm -hmm. and and the energy of that planet is said to be sort of best expressed through the sign that it rules Mm -hmm. so when when you talk about a sign you kind of have to talk about its ruling planet too because they're Mm -hmm. sort of like peanut butter and jelly Mm -hmm. you know um and the planet that rules scorpio is pluto so for the month of Scorpio, it's like all of the sort of Scorpionic and Plutonic themes will be highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, both Pluto and Scorpio represent the cycles of life. Mm-hmm. So when when you say the cycles of life, that includes death, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't really separate the yeah. two, you know, it's like day and night, right? So the cycles of life inherently include birth, death, rebirth. Um, Pluto and Scorpio rule transformation, like a snake shedding its skin, that that sort of rebirth, regeneration. Um, Transformation. Yes, transformation. Mm -hmm. And um, Pluto in, in particular rules the underworld right like the god you know pluto like god of god of the underworld um and in astrology that is symbolic so ruling the underworld basically means ruling the shadows ruling Mm. um the subconscious ruling depth psychology so all the stuff that's below the surface of consciousness mm-hmm. is ruled by pluto and then and then scorpio um so you know it's it really is scorpio is 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 deep you know um it likes to explore what's below the surface it likes to explore things that other people might consider taboo. Scorpio is not afraid to go there. Um, And, you know, this, this is partly why Scorpio gets a bad rap because you kind of picture, you picture that like goth person, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like the eyeliner, the black, the, the like choker with, with like, those stud thing, you know, things yeah, on yeah. it, like, like a dog um, collar type dog thing. Collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so there's like a darkness, you know, to Scorpio that can be a little like off putting, you know, I think for some people, um, and then you couple that with the body part that Scorpio rules, which is the reproductive organs. Mm. So, so it's like people usually think, either when they think of Scorpio, they think like sex, drugs, <laughs> rock and roll, like that kind, you know, that magic, kind of thing. Some yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Emo, like this brooding kind of like, yeah. Dark figure. Dominatrix like, type. Yeah. It's a dominatrix type. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. all of that is true is, is fair. But the, you know, the thing that I actually love and think is so fascinating about Scorpio is that, it is equally sensitive and strong. Mm. So it's like they're equally 
sensitive and deep, like willing to kind of get, get it, get dirty, get down and dirty, kind, yeah. you know, as, as far as. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and, and I'm so, saying these things because I have, and we were talking before, I have yes. two daughters that are both Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So um, I can see things in them that you're talking about. Like they're both very deep feelers. Mm. Um, they feel things yes. very deeply. They have very strong emotions. They have very strong opinions. Um, like they are going to be like, the leaders of the world and they're not going to take any shit from anybody. Like that's how I feel. Like Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and those examples that you just gave are great examples of, so every Zodiac sign is categorized by an element and also by a mode. So the element for Scorpio is water. And in, in astrology, water rules the emotional realm. So also emotions, intuition, psychic ability, compassion, empathy, like all of those things are kind of in the domain of water. So Scorpio mm-hmm. has that Scorp- Like you said, Scorpio will feel everything with this acute sensitivity and intensity like the high highs the low lows like like yeah they're just they are very sensitive emotionally they're also incredibly perceptive Mm -hmm. like I always I always like to say you can't bullshit a Scorpio (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna know if you're lying you know like they're and Scorpio the energy of Scorpio is also like the detective archetype like they Mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes will have an affinity for uh, even things like um, what is the criminal psychology called? Is that, is that, is it called criminal psychology or forensic something forensic. for it? Forensic that. psychology, I think. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so oftentimes the Scorpio might, they might like that kind of thing. They might like murder, <laughs> not murder. They don't like murder, but they yeah, like. Well, my, <laughs> my oldest daughter loves like true crime stories. Yes, and true like crime stories. Criminal minds. And yes. I, I do too, uh, but I'm a, you Damn. know, I'm like a cusp water sign too. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah, they, they, they tend to like that kind of thing. Um, and then the mode, there are three modes in astrology. The mode essentially refers to how does energy like flow through this sign how does energy like move through this sign and Mm. Scorpio is the is a fixed mode Mm. so it's kind of like the name the name sort of you might when you hear the word fixed you might already have some ideas of what that means like they they are if they will put a stake in the ground and like and like nothing is going to move them, you know, like that. Yes, they are. They are tough. They are tenacious. Like they are the fixed signs are like, are like fighters, you know, like they're, they are not going to budge. So, so Scorpio has some of that, you know, stubbornness. those characteristics, stubbornness used in, yeah. When you mentioned some of the things about your daughters, I don't know if they're going to listen to the podcast, but they <laughs> might. Oh yeah, so stubborn. That could be a that could be a thing. And yeah, I mean, in 
you know, Scorpio really likes to observe people like they're, they, they love to kind of, you know, examine human psychology, sort of what, what makes people do what they do? Like, what are their, what are their motives? And, um, and so, you know, that's because sometimes they'll be quiet because they're sort of sitting back and observing like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why they can be sort of misunderstood. Yeah. Um, y- yeah. As so, moody. Yes. Yes. It's funny because yes. I'm constantly like some, my, <laughs> so my ex-husband always, um, my daughter has like the resting bitch face sometimes like ah! I do. Love and um, and like when she gives him that look, she, you know, he'll be like, okay, Janessa, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So yeah. And I'm always like, sometimes she's just like, you know, just has that like whole mood. And I'm like, what's the matter? And she's like, nothing, you know? Totally. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, mm. no, nothing. I'm like, okay. It's just, she's just being her Scorpio self, I guess. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, um, Scorpio is, is so cool. It had, it's actually the only sign that has three, um, what you might call like animal totems. Mm. Uh, and, and the three animal totems represent like the sort of various stages of growth or various stages like of evolution or, you know, as, as one is kind of on this path of, self-actualization and whatnot so the 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 first totem is the scorpion which is Mm -hmm. what you would normally think of probably with scorpio um the scorpion has very good instincts Mm -hmm. so that's you know so scorpio in general very good in very good instincts they really should trust their instincts um however if they haven't really done any work on themselves, they can be prone to like jealousy, revenge, kind of getting a little nasty, you know, like the scorpion has its stinger. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to get stung by a, a scorpion, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. So when they're kind of in that, you know, maybe haven't done that, sort of taken that like introspective look, they they could get a little overrun by their instincts, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then like lash out what, if they're in reaction or like lash out if provoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually at some point that's going to happen. It's kind of, it's kind of an inevitable and um, they will, they will go through a dark night of the soul, mm. which we all, right. We all mm. like the hero's journey. You know, we're all, we all have a dark night of the soul or multiple dark, dark yeah. nights of the soul. <laughs> um, so then what happens from that dark night of the soul gives birth to the second totem, which is the Phoenix. Mm. So that the mythical bird, right. The Phoenix that, you know, everything got burned to the ground. And, you know, in the ash and in the, in the flames, like the Phoenix rises. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of a symbol of like, you know, one of the cycles 
if you will, of, of Scorpio, or really the, one of the cycles of life that we all encounter, whether we're Scorpio or not. But again, Scorpio just rules these psych- cycles. I was going to say psychos. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't think, I think that was, yeah, was that a Freudian? Like, yeah, almost? Freudian slip. Yeah, Freudian slip. Psychos. Yeah. So, um, so then we've got the Phoenix, you know, that, that, that it's like discovering that you're, you're more resilient than you thought that you were or discovering that, you know, you lost everything and maybe it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to you or, um, right. You were the thing you were terrified of that you didn't think you'd be able to survive through happened and you rose again, like you're still here. Right. Um, and then finally the third animal totem is the Eagle. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that kind of image because it's like now, you know, the Scorpio has, has been through the ringer. It's kind of, you know, had that, had had that dark night of the soul and and whatnot, or, you know, if you want to call it like come to Jesus moment or, (laughs) you know, whatever it's power. Yeah, found its power. And now the eagle gets to soar. And the eagle has all this like wisdom now and it can see, Mm. it can see for miles and and miles, right. And so it's like, you know, that's the wisdom that, you know, comes through experience, like the, you know, the wisdom that is, is born by that, like, trial by fire kind Mm. of thing. So I love all of that like symbolism and it just to me feels so perfect in the the northern hemisphere that Scorpio coincides with autumn mm-hmm. and the descent into darkness right yeah. like that yeah. that descent into darkness again it's another metaphor that yeah, it's like we're we're diving into the underworld. We're diving into the to the depths. Like we're going to look at the shadows. We're going to cozy, cozy up, you know, t- to them. And then we have like Halloween, um, Day of the Dead, mm. Samhain, you know, stuff stuff like that. And it, I think that those are all such perfect um, holidays for Scorpio season. Like even even in Halloween, we put on a mask right yeah so it's so, it, yeah it's kind of like you know we could we could get we could exa- examine that like you're you're wearing a costume you're wearing a mask it's like halloween you could say it's the time to express a part of yourself that's normally taboo or mm-hmm. or or normally that you wouldn't reveal you, you know and and mm-hmm. um and that has a a, a real like scorpio flavor to it mm-hmm. um so so again the sun will enter scorpio on october 23rd we have on october 30th mars will enter scorpio as mm-hmm. well november 4th is the new moon in scorpio and then the the next day uh november 5th mercury will enter scorpio so it's mm. kind of like you know one by one over the that like two week period we've got uh, several different planets that will make their way um into scorpio and 
it'll kind of like keep increasing, you know, the, the focus in that area. Um, I think that the, the new moon on November 4th will be interesting. Mm, Um, I was thinking that when you said that, I was like, Oh, that's going to be a deep one. It's going to be a deep one. Yes. And, and there's also a, an aspect that I figured I would highlight that will, will occur that day on the new moon. The sun in Scorpio will be opposite Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus and Scorpio are opposites. Um, so it's like on that day of the new moon, we'll have the sun, Uranus. It actually sun and moon will be opposite Uranus. Mm. Um, which I think it will be, yeah, it will be interesting. So Uranus is like the great awakener, the oh. mover. I know the mover and shaker. Uh, Uranus likes to challenge the norm, challenge convention and stereotypes. So then it's like, it's at odds with the sun and the moon. Um, so it's like, if they're, I, I, I just think that, um, that the, the, again, going back to all of those themes of like, something is going to have to metaphorically die, you know, so that okay. something new can take its place. Yeah. And, it sounds like a great, yeah. great transformational new moon like absolutely really focusing on some kind of a transformation on for yourself like within yourself so if Mm -hmm. you're on you know i mean if you're if you're listening to this podcast you're on you're on a spiritual journey so Mm -hmm. wherever you are in your spiritual journey this new moon sounds like it is time to take the next step in your spiritual journey to up level to step further into Um, the person that you either want to be or know you are becoming or um, just knowing that there is going to be some shit that you need to let go to get, you know, and new moons usually are not for letting go, right? True. Moons are usually for that clean slate. So you you know, this could be the time where you're like, okay, I'm going to shed these layers and I'm going to focus on getting to the next step, going to the next level, getting closer to my higher self, um, digging, diving deeper into my spiritual journey, whatever it is that, and, or whatever it is that might give you a little bit of fear right now, this November mm-hmm. new moon sounds like it is the time to let the fear go and do it. Hell yes. Mm. I love that. I love all of that. And yeah. And like you brought up, uh, brought up how, right. Like new moons typically are thought of that. Like you said, as a clean slate, a new beginning time to plant a seed, set an intention and whatnot, mm. but something that could be a real powerful exercise or like ritual for people that you could basically you could practice um you know from any time from when the sun enters scorpio like up to that new moon you could write yourself a eulogy like write your old self the self that you are 
moving away from, like the things that you're leaving behind or, or wanting to shed, you could write a eulogy to that person, you know? Yeah. And, and then that's actually the time in the moon cycle that, um, you know, the waning energy is yeah. decreasing energy. So it's really time to start reflecting on yourself um, and trying to figure out what it is that you want to call in for this next cycle mm. anyways. So it's yeah. time to, to look at what, what did you do in the, in the previous, you know, in the, in the month that we're, you're in right now, in the cycle that you're in right now, what have you done? What could you do better? What, you know, where can you improve things to, and what can you let go of to allow new things to come in? So that's, you know, from the 23rd of October, yep. um, you know, to the 4th, that's about, it's a little over a week. So it, I don't have my calendar right in front of me, but it sounds like it's all waning energy. So it is. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect timing. Cause yeah, the sun will enter Scorpio three days after the full moon. So we'll have the, okay. so, oh, good. yeah, well, because, yeah. <laughs> because that's like when you can, you know, when the full moon energy ends is yeah. like, usually, you know, it's the day before the day of the day after, and you can, you know, even you still have some of it on that, you know, second day after. So the third day is really starts like full waning energy. Yes. Yeah. So that lines up really well. Yeah. Really, yeah, really well. And, and, you know, there's a couple, a couple things that are happening basically now during Libra season that I think will, will still sort of spill over into Scorpio season um, are the fact that we have four different planets coming out of retrograde mm. Woo-hoo, mercury uh, yeah Thank you. yeah mercury will be yeah. one of them exactly yeah and and like for anyone who's listening that maybe if retrograde is is not a familiar concept it's um every planet in our solar system and the asteroids too um at certain points appear to speed up and then at certain points appear to slow down and when they slow down from our perspective here on the earth, it looks like they start to move backwards, mm. hence, hence the term retrograde. So whenever a planet's retrograde, really, it's just slowed down. It's not really going backwards, but, but still the, the kind of, again, the energy or like the symbolism is appropriate. So when a planet is retrograde or slowed down, it will turn the focus a little bit more inward. Um, you might be a little more introspective, reflective. Um, it's like the, there might be shifts and changes happening, but they're kind of like below the surface. Mm-hmm. And then when more and more planets are direct or sped up, you know, appearing to move forward, that's when we start to see more external progress or shifts and changes that are more obvious. Um, and so now in, in this Libra month, um, we just had on October 6th, Pluto 
start to move forward again. Mm -hmm. Um, October 10th, Saturn started to move forward again. And then coming up on October 18th, I know when you listen to this podcast, it'll be a little bit in the past, but Mm -hmm. on October 18th, both Mercury and Jupiter will come out of retrograde. So then when we get into the Scorpio season, it's like, you know, those four planets will be slowly starting to pick up the pace Mm -hmm. again. And um, there's a little bit of a, of a hangover, (laughs) like a, (laughs) a, you could call it retro shade. It's usually called the retro shade. Yeah. It's called like the pre or post retrograde shadow. So you could call it retro shade. You could call it like a hangover. Um, and so Mercury will be hung over <laughs> until November 2nd. So I'm, I'm bringing that up because that date is happening in, you know, in Scorpio season. Yeah. Well, and it's Mercury also has worked a- really freaking hard this retrograde, let me tell you. So <laughs> you've been feeling that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and I'm usually the one that's like, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. No big deal. Like it yes. gets bad rap, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This yes. one, not so much. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Get out of retrograde. <laughs> God. Yes. Totally. Yeah. I, I know this one's kind of been a, a doozy. So it'll, you know, October 18th, it'll go direct, but then it has until November 2nd to really clear its post retrograde shadow. So, you know, finally that I, I, I that's, it's kind of nice that that dovetails with the new moon, right? Yeah, so November 2nd, I'm like, Oh good. So that'll be done yeah. by the time the new moon comes. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Nice. And, um, you know, some of the other uh, highlights of Scorpio season, um, on November 12th, there'll be a really harmonious aspect between the sun in Scorpio and Neptune in Pisces. Mm -hmm. They will form what is called a a trine. a trine is when the, t- the two astrological bodies are 120 degrees apart. Um, and they're in signs of the same element. So Scorpio is water. Pisces is water. It, it essentially means the sun and Neptune will really be in like a harmonious communication. They'll be working really well together. I think that that around that time period of November 12th could be a time where you really see um, any spiritual gifts that you have sort of really flourish. Um, And that, yeah. And it it, maybe it's also a reminder to embrace your spiritual gifts. Mm. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, the other, the other thing with this time of the year in Scorpio season is, you know, they say that the, the veil between the 3d physical world and then the, the metaphysical world is thinner or like thinnest. Um, and so you might feel like you kind of have one foot here in the 3d world, one foot, you know, in the spiritual realm. And I think that sun trine Neptune will 
exacerbate that or highlight that even more. Mm. Um, and so twelfth. That is November twelfth. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a day to kind of keep keep on the calendar, and then towards the end of Scorpio season, um, November nineteenth yeah, is the is the full moon. That's that's a big deal because so okay so that full moon is also a lunar eclipse partial in yeah, partial lunar. partial lunar eclipse in a the minute sign. one minute before the it's only full a minute moon. I didn't know that yeah one minute before one minute. the full moon yeah oh wow wow yeah whoa yeah so that is in the sign of Scorpio and I believe that that is going to act as a preview for something. So, so I'll, I'll try to explain this in the easiest way possible. And I know that when you're just listening with your ears, it might be a little hard. You don't have like a visual in front of you, but um, there are two points where the sun's path intersects with the moon's path. Mm. If you picture two circles that overlap a little bit right like you have like the olympic rings right or something like two little two circles that overlap a little bit they're gonna touch they're gonna intersect in two places and those two places are called the north and south nodes Mm -hmm. or the the lunar nodes the nodes of the moon the north and the south nodes the the no, north and the south node are always in opposite zodiac signs and they will typically be in a in a pair of opposite signs for about 18 months mm. and then and then they switch to to the next pair of opposites the currently the north and the south nodes have been in gemini and sagittarius mm. that started back on May 5th, 2020. So we're already a year plus, you know, into the nodes being in Gemini and Sagittarius and they're getting close to switching. So in January, 2022, they will switch to Taurus and Scorpio. Mm. So this upcoming full moon and partial lunar eclipse on November 19 is the first eclipse in this Taurus Scorpio pairing. Even, even though the nodes are not quite there yet, the nodes, again, the nodes are still in Gemini and Sagittarius, but this is going to be the first eclipse in a series of, um, I think five. Yeah, five. It'll be five, possibly six. I think it's five eclipses. So basically, every eclipse in 2022, there'll be four of them. In every eclipse in 2022, will be in either Taurus or Scorpio. So it's like we're getting a little preview of that now on November 19. So I sort of I see that as kind of like a little window is going to start to open like a new eclipse portal will, will start to open. And the eclipses always come in pairs. 
so two weeks later, I think it's December 4th, 4th right? December yep. 4th is going to be the Sagittarius new moon. That is the last, that's a solar eclipse. That's the last eclipse in the Gemini Sagittarius pairing. Yeah. And that's so, is- so, yeah. That's a total solar eclipse at the same exact time the new moon becomes the new moon. Ooh, that's going to be powerful. Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa. Right. So it's like we get this November one that kind of squeaks in this first little, you know, intro in this Taurus Scorpio pairing. Then we have the wrap up two weeks later, the last one in, you know, Gemini and Sagittarius. And we can, We'll say more about that in the astrology for uh, Sagittarius month, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think so. That so this November nineteen, um, you know, full moon. It's like um, full moon. It, you know, it, it, things sort of come to the climax. Climax come to the apex. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything sort of comes to a head and you know, full moons can be a little notorious for like emotions running high and, you know, think things being kind of intense. And so I, I think that's where the, the notion of like release surrender, like letting go comes in when that is paired with a lunar eclipse, lunar eclipses are said to be a little bit more about your relationships, a little bit more about kind of your personal personal relationships, whereas the solar eclipses can be a little bit more like collective or societal, like a little more Mm. macro level. Mm -hmm. So, so that November 19 one might be a little more micro level. It could, it could, eclipses can reveal something that has been hidden from awareness. So it might reveal something that has been hidden that has to do with a very like intimate relationship that you have. Um, so yeah, I mean, so Scorpio season does sort of go out with, with a bang, <laughs> you yeah. know, with, with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean the, so being in Scorpio season, Scorpio is a very spiritual sign anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like deep, spiritual, intuitive, like, like you said, psychic ability type of a thing. Um, and exactly. the partial lunar eclipse could bring those things forward as well, faster than you are anticipating. Like it could increase your intuitiveness. It could increase Ooh. your um, psychic abilities or spirituality, like things that you didn't realize we're there are now like you're like oh am i crazy what is happening right now and like you said the full moon is like the apex it is the mother load of moon energy it is it's mother like, load yeah it is it is like the full-blown energy of the moon and what you are focusing on what you are doing thinking saying being during yeah. full moon energy gets amplified Absolutely. So, well said. Yeah. So all of that stuff on the 19th, just everyone don't hide under your covers or anything. Like, 
<laughs> like yeah. really feel into just be prepared for you know november 19th to f- fully feel into what is happening within mm-hmm. you because i think exactly. i mean i know lunar eclipses might be an intimate relationship but it might not be an intimate relationship outside of you especially Love that. Scorpio, it could be an intimate relationship with yourself that mm. that's really coming something's really coming out and up for you during that full moon mm. yes so good so so good and when you know when the moon is full it means that the sun and the moon are in opposite signs so again the the sun will be in scorpio the moon will be in taurus and the the axis that those two signs sort of play around or or like so it's kind of like a pendulum you know that swings from one thing to the other Mm -hmm. The, the two the ends of that spectrum are you know on the one end is scorpio the the metaphysical realm Mm -hmm. um the kind of really really like diving into um the again the diving into the depths into the shadows like really what is what does it all mean what am i even doing here like you know kind of those deep like existential questions really powerful time for shadow work boom yes yes and and then the Taurus, the other end of the spectrum, Taurus is like 3D. Not to say that like, oh, if you're a Taurus, you're just 3D. I don't, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but so, so Taurus is like logical. very, yeah, practical. Like, all right, let's do what's right in front of us. One foot in front of the other. Taurus has like this amazing work ethic. Um, you know, I always like to think of the fable the tortoise and the hare and that that taurus is like the tortoise um that it it, it's not flashy it's not glamorous but it's consistent it's reliable you know it's putting one foot in front of the other and actually that little sucker wins the race Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know in in the end any anyway so it's like that's also kind of the, the you know the the pendulum that will be swinging between like the, just sort of the practical, you know, daily one step at a time vis-a-vis Taurus. And then also the, yeah, but don't forget to dig deeper mm. of, of Scorpio, you know? And, yeah, and like so that this is the, it's almost, you're almost at the last part of Scorpio anyways. So yes. And the, and that full moon really sounds like it is going to call for you to like, just shine the light on the shadows and do the freaking work. Like exactly time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because that is going to be the Eagle. <laughs> you're like, right. that, you're going to come out of, of your Phoenix and become the Eagle in that shadow work right there. Like that is so good so powerful like use those three days of full moon energy to really dig deep into into you know whatever healing you need to do um you know start thinking about that like a few days before a week before like what do i really want to work on deep like where do i want to shine the light because this is a really great time to do that because it will be 
easier because of the energies that are are opening at that time between Scorpio, the full moon, the eclipse, like that's some mm. crazy shit right there, right? Yeah. So powerful to get it done in, you know, I mean, I don't want to say get it done, like it's going to be done because it's not going to be ever done, but right. you're going to be able to heal things, bring them up and heal them probably faster during that time than you would at any other time. I totally agree. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 So anything the last couple days that we should know, or is it just pretty much like, okay, now like go take a nap after go take a nap. Yeah. For the full moon, go take a nap. Yeah, exactly. And then it's, you know, November 22nd, the sun will change from Scorpio to Sagittarius. So that'll like usher in a whole new, a whole new energy. Mm. Um, yeah. It a lighter, it's a lighter energy. It is a lighter energy. Okay. Yes. Because Sagittarius, I think it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of very well planned, you know, in, in a way it's like, yeah. Sagittarius is like, all right, let's time to put on the party hat. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Okay, Cause we're probably all going to need it after that. We're going to like need the you know, yeah, yeah, the shots and, or, or, or right. the, you know, a lot of because Scorpio season seems to really call for you to dig deep and be introspective and really reflective, like you were saying before. And it's it's calling for you to go inwards. Absolutely. And Sagittarius sounds like it's like, OK, now let's go party with a tribe. That's right. It's a much yeah. more like extroverted lighter very optimistic kind of you know buoyant bubbly more more bubbly energy I I I recently contributed to somebody's blog where we where I wrote about you know pairing a drink with each zodiac sign fun it was fun and the so the Scorpio drink I chose was um a dirty chai latte (laughs) <laughs> because there's like more going on than meets the eye you know it's yeah. like this chai latte that it actually has this bold like dark like thing added added to it with the espresso shot mm. um and so it's kind of like there's just there's more going on than what you see on the surface and um you know and then and then Sagittarius is fireball nice <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so that nice. kind of gives you a a sense of what the shift you know that will yeah take place there that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome so yeah. it sounds like we've got some work coming up ahead of us in Scorpio season um which is great yeah. really I mean some people are probably gonna listen to this and be like oh fucking shit <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just gonna end yeah, I'm just yeah. hiding for the rest of right you know, until November or the end of October or whatever, end of November. Um, but don't do that because that's not gonna, you know, serve you in any way possible. Yep. Like get out there and face this. And, it, you know, we all know what we need to work on, whether we think we know or not. So start thinking about that write down a list journal 
you know, do a meditation, visualize what you want out of Scorpio season. Because I think that visualization and feeling into that visualization is so powerful because you're going to, you can manifest Scorpio season however you want it to, to look exactly, you know, like it doesn't have to be like this hard, like I'm going to be crying every day, like Mm -mm. shadow work. It doesn't have to be like that. It can be, you know, exciting and, and, you know, transformative and a happy shadow work because it's being done and now it's being healed. And now you're like, yes, that's done. Like, I don't, you know, that part, Absolutely. that part is, you know, we've dealt with that. May it come up later, but it will probably some things might come up a little bit later and rear their heads because that's what things do. The universe still sends us little things that if we didn't learn the entire lesson, it, <laughs> It still pops its head up every once in a while, but now it's just going to get easier and easier and easier to shift out of that. Mm. And that that's what shadow work really to me is. It is being able to go and look at all the crap and be like, okay, like this is cool. I understand that this is here. I know I can start to heal this and move forward faster than I would have before. Because most of the time what keeps us stuck or that chattering little, you know, voice in your head that says, I need to know more. I'm not good enough to do this. I can't charge that. I can't do this. I have to, you know, I can't you know, make a big change in my life because of this, 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 and this, like Mm. that's all stuff that's like sitting in your subconscious that is just waiting for you to be like, um, no, (laughs) no, I can, I can do whatever the frig I want. You just have to find that thing and give yourself a new story, rewire that pathway that says I can't into an I can Mm, absolutely sounds like a great month to do it so yeah and and like to kind of to your point about that with the shadow work and Scorpio I like to think of even just the that title of the Missy Elliott song like get your freak on (laughs) (laughs) and and it's like you know in some ways too with with the shadow stuff it's like you know, um, if, if there, there might be, there might be something in there, you know, like you say, you don't want it or like, or like there's something in your life that that's happening and that you're not happy about. But then I think part of the shadow work is like asking yourself, but am I secretly getting off on this? Like even 1%, Mm -hmm. like, is there, is there even 1% of me that kind of likes being broke as a joke? Because then mm-hmm. what, you know, yeah. then, then I get to be the damsel in distress and, and like, you know, wait for the the white knight to come save me. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, so it's kind of like, get your freak on. It's like, it's like, yeah, maybe there is part of you that is a little, a little kind of kinky freak who likes to make it harder for herself or who, yeah. or, you know, yeah. Well, and right. you know what? This is probably a good time to like, you know, 
get a little extra freaky in the bedroom if that's yeah. what you want to do too, you right? Get your freak on that way. Get too. Your freak yeah, on exactly. that way too, or with yourself, however you do yes. it. You know, you like if there's it. something that you've wanted to try, maybe this is the time to like speak <laughs> up and try it. Perfect. Yes. So, yeah. So it's uh, you know, and and I think as you know, as you were saying about um, that it doesn't have to be like this, yeah, this like painful or, or whatever month it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And also if you're, I think the more open you are to kind of receiving insights from, you know, whether you call it your intuition or the other side or what, whatever, it's like that will probably flow more freely during Scorpio month, which is cool. Definitely. Yeah. I I think that will be a really great time to do um, like set the intention on the new moon to follow, Mm. like just follow your intuition without question. Perfect. Yeah. That first hit that you get, go with that. Even if it sounds, I mean, obviously do not harm yourself. Don't harm anybody else. Like don't do anything stupid. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but follow, like, even if it sounds a little ridiculous, like, what do you mean? Like, you want me to, you know, like, you just get this feeling that you, like, need to go to the grocery store, but you might not really even need anything at the grocery store, but go to the fucking grocery store. I'm telling you, yeah. the weirdest shit happens because there might be somebody there that you need to meet that day. And even though you don't need to need anything at the grocery store that's the time that you two can actually cross paths or, you know, um, I like to tell them, uh, I give my, my clients and my community sometimes, a a, a assignment to go do an intuitive day, like Love just it. get in your car and just go like, don't mm. ask questions about taking lefts or taking rights or whatever. You can set an intention in the beginning of your day just to like make it fun being like, I want to see a giant purple ball or some like weird thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you just like That's drive good. and then you'll eventually see a big giant purple ball. It's like the weirdest thing. But, I love um, that. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like that intuitive day during Scorpio season, that's like a great time to do it. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to I mean, it's mind. always a good time, but that's a really it is good time. A, yeah. It is always a good time. <laughs> It's always good to listen to your nudges and always follow what feels good. Like if you're, if you, (laughs) there was like one day and this is not like a really big deal, but I was like sitting up here working or whatever. And there was like, I was like really like in the middle of something. And then all of a sudden I just like got this hit that was like, just go sit outside for 10 minutes. And I'm like, right now, like I'm kind of really in the (laughs) middle of this thing. Like I'm kind of in the groove here. It was, and I was like, all right, I'll get up and go. I don't know why. I guess I must've just needed a break at that time. But, um, sometimes you don't know why you get those intuitive hits, but there's Mm. always a reason whether you know what it is or not. Love that. I love that. So, well, thank you so much, Allison, for giving us some insight on Scorpio season. This was a great conversation and I can't wait to do, what are we doing next? Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. It was really fun. And yeah, yeah, I loved our, our convo and thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And we'll see you next month for Sagittarius. 
everyone. Ooh, fireball. I know. Woo! Tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Oh yes. Okay, great. So my um my name I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram and I have a website and they're all all three are just the same name. It's my my full name, like first, middle, and last. So it's Allison Chamberlain Jones. And Allison is with two L's and an I. So AllisonChamberlainJones.com. And then that again, that name is like my handle on Facebook and Instagram. So Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put those in the show notes too, but just nice. Okay, for cool. To, of course. And well, I'm glad that we're ending now because the garbage truck is right outside my window at this point. I don't know if you beep, can hear beep. that, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll cool. see you next well, month. You. And um, yeah. everyone, let us know what you thought of this episode and how, tell us how excited you are that Allison's going to come join us every month and give us all this good stuff on every Zodiac sign. So I'm very excited for that. And um, screenshot this episode and tag us in your Instagram stories and tell us what you thought. Give us your, you know, ahas or questions or what the hell are you talking about or whatever, you know. We like it. Good and bad. Give it to us. (laughs) Um, And we'll see you in the next episode. But if you could manifest any desire you want faster without overwhelm, frustration, self-doubt, guilt, or self-sabotage, maybe you feel guilty for feeling that way, for wanting more. Like your life's pretty good and you should be grateful for everything that you already have. I mean, you've heard that statement your whole life, right? I know I did. Listen, your intuition ain't lying. There is so much more and you get to have and do anything you want while being so super grateful for where you are right now. And while most people are busy settling for mediocre, you know you deserve more and you're so ready to create your one-of-a-kind life where you get to have it all. And it will all be yours because you'll know what most people best kept manifesting secret weapon moon manifesting join me free for the 30-day moon manifestation mastery challenge and learn how to tap into the moon's natural powerful energy to bring you what you want faster just go to newspiritualbadass.com slash moon dash manifestation dash challenge and sign up today seriously it's free have nothing to lose and everything to gain. See you there.